Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. Well, hello there. I'm John Laredo, your host today. Welcome to the show. Okay, so uh, another riddle for you today. I know you look forward to these. Um, again, I'm just going to a little disclaimer here. I do not have the winner from the last couple because I'm still filming. This is the same day I'm recording three episodes. So as soon as I have these released, which as if you're listening to these, you've already heard them, I will be sure in the next episode that I record to acknowledge those of you who have won the winners. So uh, let me give you another uh, good one today. Uh, today's riddle is, and again, I'm trusting the fact that you're not cheating. I know you're not. I know you're not. But uh, you can't look this up. You can't Google it. I'm going to just trust the fact this is coming right out of your noggin. What English word has three consecutive double letters? What English word has three consecutive double letters? I'm going to say this is a hard one. It's not an easy one. So uh, I will leave you with that. Uh, now that I've said it, write it down, put it in your memory bank, and pay attention. All right? No more riddles. We're done. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's going on with me since uh, I told you I took a little bit of time off. Not much, only a week and a half or so. Uh, I don't remember if I told you in the last episodes I had knee surgery. Um, I was... Um, I was uh, scaling a mountain and, oh, no, all right, never mind. I was playing kickball and I um, tore my meniscus. Yeah, not fun, not fun at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was playing kickball. I was on a kickball team and I tore my meniscus. So, but I was safe, okay? So we'll just leave it at that, all right? It was a well worth kick um, and um, I was safe, all right? I made it to first. So anyway, uh, those of you who have had the torn meniscus, you know, it's not fun. I heard that pop. And uh, it's the first time that's ever happened to me. Got an MRI. They told me, yep, you got to have surgery. So I had the surgery three weeks ago today, actually. Um, feeling good, significantly better. Rocky road. But um, if anybody's going through that, reach out to me. I'll tell you all about it and what to do, what not to do. So I'm going to tell you a couple things that I think there's a leadership lesson in everything Great leadership lessons in this as well, both good and bad, some things to learn from, some things to do again. So here was my experience. Overall, very good experience. Uh, I went to Duke. They did phenomenal job. Doctors there are terrific. They care for you in a great way. They take care of everything. Uh, bottom line, the procedure was like an hour and a half, and I was in and out. Uh, well, I didn't know anything. I mean, I do this thing. Anytime I'm going under, which hasn't been a lot, but I've gone, you know, under for different uh, minor procedures and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be the guy who fights this anesthesia. I'm going to be the guy that they're like, wow, we cannot put him out. I mean, this is unbelievable. This guy is just like 
Well, you know, they give you propofol, which is phenomenal, uh, and you go right out. You have no, I, I don't even have any recollection. It wasn't, I don't, this, I didn't even remember them saying like, hey, uh, count backwards from 100. I don't remember anything, like literally, I was out. Uh, so in any event, um, it was a great experience. Uh, I woke up and, you know, everything was done. It was like just I blinked and everything was done. So uh, in any event, a couple things that they do, and and here's what they did that was great. One is they told me what to expect. I had never been through it before. Granted, you know, you're a little nervous and stuff. They told me, listen, you're not going to know anything. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to be, here's exactly how we're going to do the procedure. Here's what outcome we're hoping for. You're going to be feeling great. You're going to come into the recovery room. You're going to not even going to know what's happened. We're going to tell you everything about it. Everything was terrific with that. And they just set the right expectations. So they told me what to expect, which was great. And as a leader, if you're leading people going through something that they've never gone through before, and in a few episodes, we're going to be talking about change, uh, leading people through change. But anytime you're leading something through somebody who's never done it before, you got to realize their emotions are at an all-time high. And if you can paint the picture, good and bad, of what's going to happen, what they can expect, then they know that then it's a little bit less stressful because they know what to expect. They know when the tough times come, you've already told them about it, and they know it's temporary and they know what's going to happen. It's just it paints the picture for them versus them kind of walking through a dark house where they're fumbling around trying to feel for the entryway and the walls and it's just scary and creepy you've illuminated their path you know you've set expectations so they know what um, is coming down the road and they did this very very well here's the other thing they did very well communication was great i always had somebody if i had an issue or something i could send a quick email i got a response back like that the day of the surgery i didn't feel like i got maybe i did i don't know i was maybe just totally out of it i didn't feel like i got any talk time with my doctor afterwards and i wanted to know like how did the surgery go was it a success was it not and again, they probably told me all of this. I was just out of it. So I got home and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm like, I don't even know what happened. So I sent an email to my doctor through this portal. And I, I honestly hit send. I, Within 60 seconds, I get a phone call to my doctor. Talk about responsiveness. I ask him the questions. I'm like, how did it go? He tells me how, when, how, when everything had happened. And it was terrific. So that made me feel really good, that level of communication. So anytime somebody's going through something that's nerve-wracking, increase the communication. Make sure you or your team are really accessible to them. You know, we talk, you know, in financial services, you have advisors that are moving from one company to another. That is really unnerving. When they're making a decision that you may have done it 100 times this year, they've done it once in 15 years. It's a whole different level of scariness, right? You know what to expect. They have no idea what to expect. You've got to have somebody there that's really accessible. Whether If it's not you, it's got to be people on your team that are right there, ready to answer questions, right within a quick phone call or walk down the hall, whatever it is, or quick text message, something. When they feel they've got accessibility to somebody who can give them answers, their stress level goes down significantly. That was another takeaway. And then through the whole process over the last three weeks, I've had somebody that I can email uh, my physical therapist. She's great, you know, just very responsive over the weekend and the evenings, you know. And I had kind of a scary experience. I was uh, a part of two uh, two weeks in, which was a week ago. I had uh, some events, uh, speaking engagements, conference in. Uh, 
in Philly and Pennsylvania. I, I mean, I'm sorry, Philly and South Jersey. I drove there, which was 10 and a half hour drive. And I had reasons to drive because I had a whole bunch of places that I uh, needed to go. And, um, and I wanted to. And that didn't do very well on my leg. And so on, uh, I think it was a week ago tonight, so it was Monday night, I was in Philly and uh, my my ankle is swelled up like crazy and my, my calf is swelled up. I, I text my physical therapist and she calls me right away within 60 seconds. Again, incredibly responsive. And she asked me questions and she said, okay, um, I need you to, here's what I'd recommend. I don't want to scare you, but I recommend that you go to the emergency room. And here's the reason why. Uh, We need to figure out and make sure there's not a blood clot because some of the symptoms that you're talking about are indicative of there being a potentially a blood clot, which is not good at all. Because if it were to break apart and go into your lungs or something like that, it could be catastrophic. And we need to rule that out. Now, I would tell you to go to an urgent care facility, but there are not equipped you need an ultrasound to determine if there is a blood clot and the emergency room is going to be the only place so you're out of state we tell you to come here you've got to find one that's close to you and we really are urging you to do it now i will tell you that scared the bejesus out of me now here's the other problem they had given me medications to take a lot of painkillers you know oxycodone whatever uh and one and along with that was aspirin And um, what I didn't either hear or was not told or didn't understand was the reason for aspirin. Here I am thinking that it was part of the painkiller regimen. So when the pain went away, I stopped taking that. I didn't take the aspirin anymore. Now, what I didn't realize or didn't choose to hear was the fact that the aspirin had an entirely different purpose. The aspirin was specifically to prevent blood clots. And I needed to be taking that 30 days for 30 days, literally. Not just a week or four days. I think I stopped the pain medication after three days, whatever it was. And um, I needed to be keeping that up. So she asked me on the phone, have you been taking the aspirin every day? I said, no. And uh, she said, "You, you have to. That's the whole purpose of that. So what I realized in that moment was a couple of things from a leadership standpoint. Now she was very responsive, gave me clear directions, didn't scare me. didn't try to scare me, but she did and let me know how critical the situation was. Uh, and, uh, but the problem was when you have directions, especially things that are critical to success in this case, aspirin was taking aspirin was critical to my success and my health, not just advised and an optional, really critical. And when you have something like that, that's critical as a leader, you have to be ultra clear that the fact that it is critical. Okay. If icing your knee, which it is, is critical. You have to be clear. Do not take a day off of ice in your knee. Here's exactly when to do it. 20 minutes, three times a day, ice your knee every single day. Do not stop. Okay, you have to emphasize to people what's optional, what's advisable, what's recommended, and what is critical. That's what went wrong. Okay, now again, maybe I chose not to have it, but you have to realize people in the heat of the moment, they're not always listening to you. You have to tell them multiple times. In this case, I would have benefited by them being clearer or repeating more multiple times. Hey, you've got to take the aspirin every single day. Okay, that was missed on me and could have had 
disastrous results. Now, I went to the emergency room three hours later, checked out. Hey, no blood clots. Everything's fine. And today, as I sit here a week later, everything's fine. My swelling has gone down. Obviously, the driving didn't help that, and that's what caused it. But everything is great. Thank God, knock on wood, thankfully. So my point is that uh, all along the time, uh, this last three weeks, there were different leadership opportunities. And that was one thing that was really critical that I realized, hey, you know what? As leaders, are we being clear enough with what is absolutely mission critical? Okay, when we have multiple things going on, for me, they were advised me on a number of things. Hey, here's the exercises you need to do each day. Here's the appointments you need to attend. Here's the amount of ice you need to have. Here's the medications you need to have. Here's the amount of rest. Here's when you keep, need to keep it elevated. You got a lot of different things. Now, there's a priority on those, right? If I didn't elevate my leg as much as they said or do my physical therapy as much as they said, it's probably not as important as the aspirin. You've got to take the aspirin, right? Because that could be a life or death thing in reality. The other stuff is important, but it's not mission. It's not absolutely ultra critical. Oh, my light, light just went out. That's neat. Um, so in any event, that's critical, right? That's absolutely critical. So as a leader, we have to be really clear on what is critical, okay? Non-optional. Uh, here's the other thing that they did. What I didn't know, and I kept asking, and they were good about telling me, is I didn't have a measuring stick. And what I mean by that is I didn't know, like, okay, so I every time I went into physical therapy, I'm like, okay, where am I relative to where I should be? Am I ahead of pace, on pace, behind pace? And they were good about telling me, well, you're ahead of pace here, you're behind pace here. But I also had I had to ask that. And, and as a leader, it is critical to let your people know, hey, here's where you should be a month in. I'm bringing you in. I'm hiring you for this role. In three months, here's what success looks like to me. And if you don't know, if you're the person coming in, ask your hiring leader, hey, what does success look like? Three months in, six months in, a year. If a year in, you are ecstatic with what I've done, what have I done? What's happened? That's a great question to ask. That's a great question to ask in an interview, by the way, before you're even offered the job. Um, but these types of things are really critical. You have to have a measuring stick, right? So I wanted to know, like, am I on track? Am I behind pace? I just had another physical therapy appointment today. And I asked that question, like, where, where am I? Am I ahead, behind? If, in what, if I am ahead or behind, which areas am I ahead or behind? At? Uh, and she was great about telling me, but I had to ask, right? So if I didn't ask, I wouldn't know. And I wouldn't know, hey, I got to work harder on stretching my calf. Or I got to work harder. I got to ice it more. I got to do this because I'm behind. And if I'm behind, I don't like that. You know, I, I want to be ahead of pace, not behind if at all on track. Uh, if not ahead, I want to be on track. So bottom line is that type of measuring stick. Have you given your people a clear measuring stick? And if you don't know, or if you think and don't know, ask them, say, hey, do you have a clear idea of what what it looks like to be on track for success? Do you have an idea? Because I don't want to wait till it's too late. I don't want to wait till, hey, it's the end of the year. We're looking at 2022 results and you didn't hit your goals. Um, and, and we now look back and reflect on a bad year. Okay. I want to look at it now. Do you have a clear idea of what activities you need to be doing to get the results? Do you have an idea of where you should be in a month from now on this project that you're leading? Do you have an idea of what success looks like with X, with Y, with Z? Ask your people and they'll tell you. And if they tell you and they say yes, then say, okay, great. Just just so I'm comfortable that share it with me. What's your understanding? What does it look like? 
and you will get incredibly valuable information because more times than not, there's a gap in that. They don't have an accurate or clear roadmap or measuring stick to be able to benchmark their progress, if that makes sense. Okay, I you know the nav system on my car is great because it always tells me if I'm on track. Hey, I know if I'm continuing to go on this path at this speed, I will get to my destination at 4.43 p.m. I could tell if I'm 10 hours away, I still look at that and I can always tell am I on track or not. If I have to be somewhere by five, I know if I'm on track. If it's now saying my ETA is 5.07, I know I got to do some things. I got to make up some time and break some speed limits or whatever, you know, or look at ways and figure out a way around the traffic. I don't know. I got to figure something out. Otherwise, I'm going to be off track, but I'd rather know now than roll in late and be like, oh, geez, I guess I should have made up some time, right? I need a measuring stick. I need to be able to know and benchmark my progress, okay? That's absolutely key for leaders. So uh, in any event, I hope my um, my uh, little leg story, knee story, uh, helped you in some understanding some leadership, some things that can make you a better leader and your team a better team. That's what I'm here for. So uh, give me a buzz. Let me know. Share. Let me hear some of your challenges that you're having that I can then turn into a podcast episode. How about that? I'll give you some props if you want to, or if you want to just be unanimous, I can say, hey, I got this idea from somebody. And again, a lot of times I do that. I don't even give credit because they've said, hey, here's just an idea you'll need to share with with anybody. Uh, There's a situation just here's, or my name, here's a situation. That's fine. That's awesome. It's still very, very valuable. So uh, you know what to do. As always, like, share, subscribe, go down below, give a five-star review, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.